0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things
1: geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books,
0: movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time
1: to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas! Welcome, my friends, to episode number two hundred and thirty-four of the Metal Geeks podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek along with
0: Brutal Dave. Good evening.
1: Good evening, sir. As long and we also have not so brutal George trips us. That's true. Welcome to our monthly episode. Apparently, um, how you guys been doing? I know uh, Dave's been busy at Sherwood. Busy Fair. as hell. Yeah. How's it going over there?
0: It's going well. Uh, I, I'm. We're really enjoying the new building. Um, that's been really nice, uh, and it's being received well. We're getting a lot of good feedback from people. We're still, uh, gotta still gotta finish making it our own, and uh, you know, we still got a lot of work to do on it. But it's it's usable, and nice. uh, yeah, it's been going well.
1: That's awesome to hear. I would like to try to come out there this year. I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, Two
0: weekends left.
1: I know recent developments in my life. I don't think it's going to happen. George, how have you been? I know you went out of town on vacation.
2: Yeah, I went and visit the uh, nation's capital. You know, Washington D.C. And uh, I was going to say Seattle, right? No, that's is that the nation's capital? I don't Mm -hmm. think so. I'm pretty sure D.C. District of Columbia is our nation's capital. I just went through a whole bunch of museums. You know telling me for sure that that's the nation's oh, capital yeah i can imagine
1: have <laughs> you ever been there before
2: no this is my first time even being like anywhere near that part of the country cool. to be honest with you
1: i've been there i went there once uh when i was much younger some family we went to a <laughs> wedding there i had a uh a cousin or somebody who owned like a bed and breakfast and we stayed there but we went to a lot we went to the Miss, smithsonian we went to like the um which one well, uh i I there's, don't there's, know. There's like twenty museums. There's a bunch so. of pop culture stuff there. I, I oh, that's what I
2: Oh, that's the American history museum. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. That was probably my favorite museum. So how many
1: museums did you get to go to?
2: Uh I went to almost all of the uh, Smithsonian museums. I think there was like two or three that we didn't make it to. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, uh the space and the air and space museum was all booked. Uh, and it's free, but you needed to get like a timed ticket. Oh, wow. And, and uh, we happened to pick the time when it was the most busiest, when all the kids from all over the nation was deciding to go to D.C. <laughs> so, uh, but I did go to um, the ha- the History Museum and the American History Museum. Uh, I saw the National Archives, a Portrait Gallery, uh, the Smithsonian Castle was closed because of it, it was going under uh like refurbishment
1: or whatever. What is what the Smithsonian castle?
2: So if you're looking at the nation's mall or the yeah. national mall, it's like the big castle in between all the museums. Okay. Uh if you ever seen Fourth Guy? Go- if you ever seen Night at the Museum 2, it's where like the big conclusion happens.
1: Maybe. I, I've seen it, I just don't remember. You know, okay. Um that was a very memorable movie. Apparently. And
2: I went to all of the monuments. Hey, if I wa- I watched both of them right before going to see go. DC. I wanted to did, see
1: how uh, question for you. Did anything come to life? Come alive?
2: History did come alive.
1: Oh, well. Yeah. Were you chased by the ghost of Robin Williams? No, I was
2: not chased by any ghosts. Damn. Not that you, not that you know of. Not right. that I know of. Nothing came back with me, far as I know. Where did y'all stay at? Uh, we stayed at this place. It was actually a historical museum, one of the or a historical hotel, one of the oldest there. Uh, it was the Kempton Hotel, right across the street from the Portrait Gallery. Nice. Yeah.
1: Any good food there?
2: Uh, yeah, lots of good food actually. Um, but like, the uh, like chicken and waffles is apparently a really big thing over there. Oh, really? Yeah um and then uh we went to Old Ebbett Grill which is like the oldest uh saloon in uh in, uh DC it was like originally designed by Thomas Jefferson or the bar was and uh it's like where they used to like have like secret meetings and stuff like that Did you do any Did you do during... any coke?
1: Did you do any coke with the mayor?
2: No, I didn't see anybody there no mayor i I didn't i didn't see anybody in the distance i didn't know the secret password to get into the the cool area (laughs) did you go to the white house and all that too uh i got as close as i could to the white house which is on the south lawn Mm
1: -hmm. you have Uh, to like book a tour for that or something right
2: apparently you have to like talk to your congressman and your congressman has to approve of you having a tour really yeah and then like they have to like us like set aside I don't know. An intern for you to show you around, I guess. Wow. It's the same thing with the Congress, uh, the Co- House of Congress as well. Interesting. We also, we also went to the Library of Congress, which is the world's biggest library. Yeah. And uh, that was pretty neat. And, uh, you know, is like, it the
0: world's biggest library? According to them, that right?
2: that's, that's what they said. Oh, they say so. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. that's, that's what they said.
0: I think it's the
1: library from uh, Indiana Jones. Mm <laughs> hmm.
2: Well, I mean, they do have a large basement. Yeah, so it's very possible that's where the arc is hidden. No, I
1: think the no, I think the library in the Indiana Jones movie is the biggest library in the world. Oh, very cool, very cool, man. I'm I'm glad you had a good time. I'm going on vacation next week, not to D.C., but we're going on another cruise.
2: Well, there you go. Well, you're probably doing something way more relaxing than what I did. We did a that's... a fuck ton of walking <laughs> in like that. the hot, hot sun. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it got really cold. So that was fun.
1: Yeah, we're uh we're going on a Royal Caribbean this time. We, last few had been Carnival. You know, we got a good deal, so we're going we're leaving Monday and coming back on a Saturday, which is weird for me, but you know, we're just going to go and relax. I don't know if we we haven't even really talked about getting off the ship yet. No. Oh. So you might just hang out on the ship the whole time, you know.
2: My nephews are on a cruise right now. Are they really? Yeah. I, I told them they should have contacted you for tips, but I don't know if <laughs> right? they did.
1: You've never been on one, right?
2: I've been on one a long time ago when I was in Greece. Yeah, in Greece when I was yeah. turning 20, twenty-one. That was like my, my birthday present.
1: Oh, cool! Yeah, did you enjoy it. Yeah, it was fun. I think you, you and your wife, your wife would enjoy it. So pretty uh, relaxing. Yeah, we've talked about it. What about you, Dave? Have you been been on
0: a cruise? I've not, and I've I've I don't really i might change my mind if i went on one but i don't really mm. see the appeal it, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't appeal to me uh the like i haven't had it pitched to me in a way that i'm like okay that sounds awesome except for like 70K. 70 000 tons of yeah like that i <laughs> yeah. do that sounds Pretty awesome sure.
2: what but, about the, um, the kevin smith cruise
1: what uh, is that they're doing a, a ship next year. They booked it out. They're going to do podcasts and meet and greet and all kinds of stuff. I'm like,
0: yeah, that sounds horrible. I don't want to, do.
1: That. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to hear Kevin Smith do like 40
2: podcasts in a week.
0: Uh, that's, oh, that's too many.
2: I'm
1: that stuck is, on a boat That is that. actually too many. And the that way Kevin Smith talks are all probably like four hours long. Yep. Uh, you guys been playing any games recently? Because I, I have two things that I've been playing. One, I am addicted to now. I play it way too much. And? Uh, that would be the Doom game on the iPhone.
0: Oh, you stole my thunder because oh, that's my no. shit. The Mighty Doom. Uh, yep, that's the only thing really that I've been playing. I haven't really been around much to play games at home
2: is it a a free game it is free yeah Mm -hmm. and what is the game like
0: i'm gonna look it's uh it's it plays like you ever played like a (laughs) two-stick shooter before
1: like a twin Uh, yeah you
0: have like one joystick that moves you around and another joystick that fires you ever done one of those
2: yeah that sounds familiar
0: it's like that but without the second joystick the second joystick is automated so Mm -hmm. you run him around and he shoots uh and it's like a top down sort of thing yeah Um,
1: it's an automatic thing so all you have to do is sort of like move around and dodge and stuff but it can get difficult um
0: it's no it's it's quite difficult it's very grindy it's very yes uh it's very arcadey in that Mm -hmm. it's like it's challenging and challenging and it expects you to grind until you level up and get good so you can beat the next level. level Yeah, Yeah. because there's only there's only nine levels right now. mm. Um, I'm at
1: level I'm on five, which is kicking my butt right now. But I just made five uh, is
0: where like when it switches from four to five, I feel like that's when the the uh, difficulty leaps dramatically. I'm at level six right now. Okay, I'm level forty-seven. Oh wow, you're way harder than me. uh, I am on. I just unlocked level seven. Oh wow! Um, well, shit! Level level six, like the jump from level four to five, the difficulty jump there. It happens again from five to six. Like six was insanely hard. So uh, I'm gonna do a lot of grinding, huh? You gotta, you have to grind and level <laughs> all your shit up. Yeah. Wow. Um, definitely. But it's uh, to me, it's a lot of fun. It itches or it scratches a doom itch for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it's also like. Cute <laughs> in its way, because <laughs> the uh, the models for the game are based on. They look like the uh, the bobbleheads that you find in the game, like in in yes, uh, Doom right, Eternal. Okay. They, that's what all of the, the the monsters and figures and stuff in the in this game look like. They look like those bobbleheads. Come and to there's life, events
1: too so. that you can grind through every day. Right, yeah. like right now there's Zom, the Zom the zombie board. They're all mm-hmm. bunnies, and you have to fight like a giant demon bunny at the end. Yeah. I do that multiple times a day, just to like. Yeah, it looks pretty XP. cool. It's,
0: it's fun. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like there's the gameplay itself is relatively simple, but it's challenging, and it also I don't know if you've picked up on this as well, Carrie, but like the levels change every time you play. That there no, are I some. Didn't. I don't know that they're so much like randomly generated as yeah. there are like a number of rooms and it will randomly okay. select from different layouts. Oh, I
1: um,
0: got you. Is it yeah, a uh,
2: it, is it a battery suck? Does it like eat your battery? Um,
0: it's not too bad. Uh, I I can't speak for it on iPhone, I guess, but uh, on the Android, it's not it's not terrible. But I mean, uh, I've certainly played way more battery intensive games in this one
1: you know okay. i have that i have that little adapter i haven't even tried it on this game which is like the little controller adapter and it slides on to my iphone i mm-hmm. wonder if this game will work with that that'd be cool i don't know i know it's touchscreen be... when you play it on your phone mm-hmm. so
2: is the uh, game made by bethesda as well yeah
0: it's published by bethesda they like uh sourced a, a studio i can't remember what the name of the studio is. Um but yeah it's it is published by Bethesda. Interesting.
2: Yeah, um, I'm going to download it and give it a give it yeah, a try. A
1: the other game I've been playing is Resident Evil 4 the remaster. Holy crap, I forgot how much I love that game. That game is amazing. Um I, did you guys ever play 4?
0: Three was the last Resident Evil right. game that I played. I think I maybe started four. No, I missed four entirely. I started five at one point. I think but four is one, one of the most four.
1: difficult ones. When mm-hmm. one I remember, is I'm I'm definitely been struggling here, but I have it on regular mode too. Um, you you basically you have to find the president's daughter and rescue her till it turns into Diard. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, it 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 turns into a lot of um, you know, what's the the term in video games where you like have people following you,
0: escort mission, escort stuff. Yeah, it's the whole game an escort
1: mission. Not the whole game, no. I mean, it's more advanced than that. But they've fixed a lot of stuff. Like before, like the she'd be up the ladder before you, and you could look up her skirt and stuff like that. And (laughs) they've turned that off. Apparently, modernized it, of course. And uh, my, only, my only complaint is there's uh, the guy that sells you everything, uh, one of the most iconic uh, salespeople in a video game. Every time you would see him, he would go, what are you buying? What are you selling? Every time. <laughs> what are you buying? What are you selling? But now when you meet him, he he barely says that. I'm like, oh, man. That's like a, it's like an inside joke and in video game culture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the game is great though. It looks amazing. They took a great looking game and make, made it look really phenomenal. It's really cool. And what was this game called? Resident Evil 4. It is probably, I would say it's not the fourth time I bought it, but I've probably bought this game like seven times already in my life. It
2: sounds like this game has been around for some time. It
1: has. Yeah. There's could, like a
0: remastered version of it. It's just came out recently.
1: Yep. This like, is like a remaster of a remaster. No, no, no. Like completely redone. Basically.
2: I mean, that's what you said about last of us.
1: It was. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause I know it first came out on dreamcast and then it came out on PlayStation. I even have the, like the quest VR version of it.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: All right. But that's my video game. And I've been a little bit too busy.
2: Yeah, I haven't played any video games. I've been gone for a week.
1: Yep, you could have bought, you could have, you know, got the Doom game and played it while you were gone.
2: I now that I know about it, it will become my my new thing to uh, ignore people during meetings. Now,
1: that's what it was designed for. (laughs) Um, Anybody seen any movies recently?
0: Oh yeah, I did see one. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which one? Uh, I saw Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves, thieves yesterday. I All saw it right. last
1: weekend.
2: Good? I haven't seen it yet. I've been wanting to see it. It's really good, actually. So,
0: it has no right to be as good as it is. It does not. Uh, there's no, like, I don't know why a, a Dungeons and Dragons movie is as fun as this movie is. They... Um, <laughs> uh, Like... It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like they just throw you into the world of it's. It's set in the like Forgotten Realms campaign setting um, for Dungeons and Dragons. It's got all the like the locations and some of the lore and all of that from Forgotten Realms. Um, but like they, just, they like, said, throw you they mentioned Icewind Dale. I'm like, oh, they mentioned Icewind yeah. Dale. Yeah, like yeah Icewind Dale and uh, yeah, Icewind and Baldur's Gate and yep. all like all those Waterdeep and all that stuff that gets yeah. mentioned in the movie. I'm actually but, uh, uh,
1: joining a D and D campaign starting this Friday.
0: Are you? Yeah. Are you gonna? Have do- you, ever, have you done you that gonna- before? I
1: have never. I've done it oh. a little bit, but never like uh, continuing one. Okay,
0: I-,
2: I haven't done it since high school. I got so my one if-
1: is his name is Ash Hadigan,
0: and I'm, he's ready to go. What what are you playing? Uh, like, paladin.
1: Uh, I'm gonna be a paladin, I believe. And I wanted something yeah. that was sort of in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't uh, the uh, wasn't that, you, uh, the guy from uh, uh that Reggie John whatever?
0: Yeah, he was. He a would paladin. hear the paladin, right? They're yeah. like, I I don't. What, are you playing fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons? I don't know
1: yet. I'm not quite sure.
0: Okay. Cause they've, they've changed how the paladin works in that. And there's There's a lot lot more, there's a lot more freedom and, uh, or how you can play a paladin in, uh, in version five. But prior to that, like you had to play a paladin as a lawful good alignment. Oh really? Which means that you had to play your character that he would always make lawful, whatever's according to the law, whatever's good. He had to make those decisions all the time. I have one
1: horn and one blue eye though that was okay i'm dragonborn apparently too
0: oh okay gotcha but yeah if uh the way it used to work is if if you played your character not sufficiently lawful good enough Mm -hmm. uh you could lose your patron deity basically your patron deity would like abandon you Oh, um but they've changed it And I think it's for the better because it doesn't make sense for paladins of every single God to be lawful good, because there's a lot of gods that are not lawful good aligned. Right. Uh, But now you can play paladins of any alignment. And to me that makes like, that makes them more interesting and makes them make more sense in the world. Um, I'm I'm
1: excited. It's going to be fun. Um, so back to the movie, uh, after you saw it, you texted me to the funniest thing, which I, I didn't think about that until you said that. I'm like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: So this was, uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pre a little bit of preamble for it, <laughs> but, um, the, so the characters are a lot of fun in this movie. Um, uh, the humor is, is, uh, it's kind of quick and witty and a little bit off kilter, but it's also like a little bit meta sort yeah. of. Um,
1: if you're a big d d fan there's so there much is a in there lot
0: in here yeah but it's also if you're if you've never played
1: or just you you like fantasy movies or don't even like fantasy movies there's something here for you
0: yeah it's totally accessible it, it if you've time. never done anything with d d before it's still completely mm-hmm. accessible it's completely watchable as like a fantasy action adventure movie and yeah. um yeah but it, it's and it's good. It's it's a really good fantasy action adventure movie, and they get into all kinds of. It the movie plays like playing D- Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. in that like they end up in all these like weird bizarre situations, and then the ways they think of to get out of them are <laughs> just like off the wall weird shit. I'm like, that's every D and D game I've ever played is the the DM presents some problem to you, and we sit around the table and go well, how do we just completely circumvent this problem? <laughs> right. What weird ass shit can we do and just yep. get around it? And the movie plays out like that. They do all this, you know, there's heist parts of the movie and there's, uh, you know, traps and dungeons and there's all this, all and the stuff. Yeah. And, and there's there's some dragons in there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 evil and evil the, deities and everything.
2: The, C- can you imagine if they the made a movie and they go, trilogy. oh
0: shit, we forgot to put a dungeon in this movie. Don't. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun uh, I liked the characters And what I've had, what Carrie was referring to a moment ago Is it's also the first time uh, Ever In a movie or TV show That I haven't completely detested Michelle Rodriguez so,
1: I agree <laughs> You've
2: never I, seen Avatar, my friend Or any uh, of the Fast and the Furious movies I do
0: not, I have like not. Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> Like uh, I haven't liked her since the first moment I saw her in the first Resident Evil movie. And uh, oh, yeah, she was in
2: that. I forgot. Yeah.
0: In front, like the second she comes on screen and utters her first line, I was like, Oh, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> and she never gave me any reason after that point to change my mind until this movie. She's actually really good in it. And, All right. Um, I, I uh, think you
1: would actually really enjoy it, George. I know you're very uh, finicky about your movies, but,
2: Uh, i'm finicky i don't feel like i'm finicky
0: okay but he's he's discerning (laughs) carry he has
1: a he has a, a, a a palette that we're not used to apparently
2: i mean is it wrong to ask more for my for my entertainment
0: yes no, sometimes no. it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, you need to learn to like curb your expectations a little bit. I think that yeah. I think that that's what we we if we could impart any wisdom to you from our side, we would say lower your standards from time to time, George, and just have a good time watching a stupid. And then busy. I
2: would <laughs> I would say on the other end, guys, we could do better.
1: <laughs> we, um. we we can ask for more. Speaking of, we can do better. Let's talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mario, have you? Has anybody else seen it? But me,
2: I have not seen it.
1: No, I haven't you're seen going it. this weekend, though, right, George?
2: That was my plan. I, I mean, it's sold out every day this week, so, so we
1: can talk more about it next week or the week after I get back. I'm going to say it's definitely an Illumination movie. Uh, it's definitely made for kids, um, but it's and- fun. It if looks
2: short, like it looks like a kids movie.
1: There's yeah. enough, uh, you know, Easter eggs and and nod to the Mario universe and Nintendo. Um, after a while, you forget that you hated Chris Pratt in this movie.
2: Wow, and impossible, impossible! It, it, it's, no, it,
1: it's a great magic
2: trick for a movie it, to do
1: that. It's a great magic trick. It happens. You're like, oh yeah, Chris Pratt's fucking Mario he's fucking um, mario he
2: oh no be. man that's that it he's cool. like yeah mario <laughs> that might be how he
1: got the mario job. I don't know.
0: mario needs to raise his standards right right he should ask uh, for more
1: charlie day is luigi was great um jack black is fucking bowser is is choice In- fucking cast
0: inspired
1: inspired Inspired.
2: to be fair i said that when they announced his voice i i thought like oh man he's gonna be fan fucking test. they
1: even give him a song to sing in the movie which is great well that makes sense and uh, i think it's
2: contractual you can't put jack black in something unless he gets to sing at least once
1: in seth rogan he's going uh, to whether you want him to
2: or not right
1: (laughs) (laughs) seth rogan is donkey kong uh it it was seth rogan yeah that was it
2: that's what Seth Rogan does—is um, play Seth Rogan.
1: But you know, it's fun. It's a it's a good movie. I don't know if I would rush to go watch it again. But we went on a Saturday morning. We had fun. You know.
2: So you didn't like uh, it, is what you're saying? No,
1: I did like it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. What didn't you love about it? Um, the ending happened way too quickly. Uh, there is this part where it was just the plot sort of was
0: like. Is it is it too illumination
1: a little bit
2: or
0: illumination
2: or is, or is it really too really closely movies. adapted to a Mario video game
1: No not enough
2: <laughs>
1: It's not not
2: closely adapted to a Mario game
1: Um there's an element yeah but
2: well, uh, what I understand Nintendo was like very heavy-handed in the creation of they the are. I mean
1: Shigeru Miyamoto was like totally involved in the movie uh, but yeah I mean Dave is saying it. He's like, Oh, elimination. Yeah. It's what's
0: when they were still doing trailers for this before, like, well before the movie came out, uh-huh. when it, it, they were still announcing cast and all that stuff. Uh, that first trailer I, I showed my older daughter and just to see what she thought, if it looked interesting to her. and she was like afterwards she was just kind of like "Eh, i don't know and I'm like well what's wrong with it what what don't you like about it she's like it's illumination <laughs> and i was like oh i didn't even think about that i'm like but they've done some good movies and she's like no they have oh, wow. <laughs> and, oh, and, wow. and i went and looked. i was like sure they have and i pulled up a list and i'm like oh no you're right they don't they don't make <laughs> good movies <laughs> i disagree i
2: think despicable me is a pretty great franchise the first, well, de- the first despicable
0: okay. me is pretty good um The second one not quite as good, and I just wish that they would just stop, just fucking stop with that (laughs) entire property. And the minions Um, is not not
2: terrible either. It's they're not. I I cannot perfectly serve. I don't
0: under. I do not understand the fascination with minions. I people people love them, Uh, man. I I don't understand, but yeah. <laughs> so I went like I'm going down the list. I'm like, oh yeah, uh, even the good ones on this list aren't very good. <laughs> so, I mean, what else have they done besides that? Uh, oh, in the Secret Life uh, of
2: Pets, they've done that too. The Secret Life of Pets. They did Hop. They did The Lorax. Uh, oh, I um, like The Lorax. That was a pretty good one.
0: Did they do a Grinch I, movie? Okay, too? I they did a Grinch movie. They did uh, the Sing. Movies. Oh, um, wow. My wife likes those a lot. So um, my younger daughter likes those a lot. So I have seen them. I, I saw the Lorax movie when it came out and then forgot everything about it. Um, <laughs> I, re- I remember Danny DeVito was in it and he was yeah. funny. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. But, like the movie as a whole is not not very good. It's
2: not, not as good as Horton. Here's a who. That's for sure. Who Horton. Here's a who. Who, Who did that one? Uh, I thought it was Illumination, but they I did not. Uh, I then it know. must be, it must be Sony Animation then, if that was the case.
1: So you know what movie I did see that was uh, amazing and, and not made by Illumination? Horton here's a No. John Wick Four.
2: John Wick Four. <laughs> did you see that, George? I did see that. That was the last movie I saw,
1: Dave. I
0: haven't seen it yet.
1: Have you seen the the John Wick movies, the first three?
0: Yeah, I watched. Actually, watched the third one. um, I guess about. I don't know. I I guess about a month and a half ago, I think, uh, because I knew that the fourth one was coming out, and uh, we actually, I watched the first two. Leading up to the third one. And then I never watched the third one. <laughs> and then, and then I watched the third one leading up to the fourth one and haven't seen the fourth one yet. So there you go.
1: Yeah. The uh, man, if you're looking for um, very little uh, dialogue and a lot of action, this is the movie for you. There's a, there an a, a five minute um, chunk of this movie that is some of the best filmmaking I've seen in a long time. What chunk is it, that? It's the part where they're in that building and he has like the, in, the incendiary shotgun that he stole and it, and it oh, and they it, do the hotline Miami thing. Yes. And it turns into like an overhead video game look. So oh, you see cool. all the rooms and you see him going cool. around from room to room, just killing everybody. Yeah. Holy crap. That is amazing. It looks so cool.
2: Yeah. When I saw it, I was like, oh, this guy played hotline Miami before <laughs> making this
1: movie. <laughs> It was like Gauntlet, but for John Wick.
2: Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I, uh, I like it a lot. I like it as much as I liked the uh, second and third one. I still think yeah. the first one is the best. but Mainly, I think, because that's the one that's grounded in reality the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, the re- uh, Once you get into two, three, and four, they just kind of decide to go, like, we're going to do, like, Looney Tunes action.
0: <laughs> like, the a little the. Bit. the the whole world that the story takes place in does not make any sense at all.
2: (laughs) No. Like Uh, what it's it's one of those movies you start like picking at it. It falls apart really quick. Completely. (laughs) But like, if you just sit back and just enjoy the uh, stunt work and the action and like the, the craft that goes into it and like Donnie Yen in this movie is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Scott Atkins was in it. He played the the fat Russian guy or fat German guy. I don't remember if he was German or Russian. Anyway, uh, I guess they were trying to make fat people cool, but they had to use a skinny guy in a fat suit to do it.
1: Oh, the the mob guy? Yeah. Was it a skinny guy in a fat suit? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100% sure. All right. Did he look really fat to you?
2: He looked weirdly fat, yeah. Weirdly fat. Well, that's that, that means it was a fat suit. Right. I mean, did you see the way he was moving, Carrie? I mean, he was, like, doing flips and shit. I mean, shit,
1: man, I'm wearing a fat suit right now.
2: Oh, okay. I Mine's a permanently attached on. I'm, right. I, can't, I can't take mine off.
0: I, it grew George into my is a method actor, like, through and through. <laughs> that's
2: right. I've been holding on to this fat suit since then high school, baby. I'm just riding it out. I add more padding as the years go on.
1: <laughs> um... Do so you have a movie trailer on here? There's a couple of them that just came out recently. Uh, the Evil Dead Rise is coming out.
2: Yes, I was Thank gonna, you. I was gonna save that for my tickling geek segment. That's why I put TG on it. I should spell that out later next time when we when we do the rundown of the show.
1: Well, we can cut that out then if you want.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. It's okay. It people can get a little peek behind the curtain how this the show is done. About,
1: this is how the sausage is made.
2: That's right. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I'm really excited for Quickly and at
0: the last minute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like most things in life, children. <laughs> uh yes, Evil Dead Rise comes out in two weeks. I'm very uh, excited.
1: This it's coming out next week, right?
2: The twenty first, I think.
1: Okay. Whatever. Yeah, next Friday, yeah.
2: Yeah. And uh I'm very excited. Looks good. Fetty Alvarez's producer, Sam Raimi, and Bruce Campbell are also producers. Yeah. And uh, it looks more like the 2013 remake
0: mm-hmm.
2: than like the original, which is fine. I like the remake. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do. I hear really great things about it. Is that a movie that your wife is going to go to? Uh, she's going whether she likes it or not. Oh. oh. Well, if she wants to go to the movies, she could always say she doesn't want to go and I'll go without her, but I'm going regardless.
1: Um, very cool. I will actually will be, I might try to see it after I get back because I'll be coming home that weekend. I I definitely want to see that movie.
0: I didn't realize it was coming so soon.
2: I'm thinking I'm going to do like a evil dead retrospective. I'm going to like watch one and two and one, two and three, and then watch the remake. Right then watch the TV series. Well, I don't think I'll have time to cram in the whole series, but I can watch the movies. Yeah. So I, I really like the series a lot. I, I never did. finished it. I liked it up to a certain point, and then it just kind of got stupid, silly, and like, all right, it was not really going anywhere. And then the last five episodes were really great. <laughs> yeah. And I love the cliffhanger ending. I just wish that they would be like, all right, now we're going to make a new show in this clip on in that world that they left off in the cliffhanger
1: any on. uh tv shows you've been watching i've
2: been watching a lot of tv shows uh i finally caught up with uh history of the world part two i finished that yeah uh i have i can clearly say i still don't like nick Kroll.
1: really yeah i don't I think like he's nick- funny i like nick Kroll. i don't think yeah, he's funny like nick Kroll too.
2: and uh he should stop is what he should do
1: so i'm taking you did
2: not like it i, I liked parts of it there's some really funny sketches yeah. in that uh, I think the the Karma Soup Suptra was my favorite one. I think I laughed the hardest at that one. When okay, uh, right? When he's uh, like explaining that they're gonna the Karma Sutra to these this couple, but he's like, and it comes with soup, and uh, it's really fucking funny if you haven't watched it. And I know I'm like butchering the explanation here, but uh, is it Kamel Nanjiani? Kumail, yeah, Nanjiani. Yeah, yeah no. Kamel Nanjiani is the one who's like explaining these sexual positions, but like served with soup while you're having these sexual positions. It's fucking hilarious. And then these two people I, are like, we're going to drop it. I haven't the- seen it,
0: but I can imagine. It's, it's doing so that. fucking and
1: funny. I, yeah, um,
0: I can see that.
1: And there's uh, a lot of, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of through storylines too, between the episodes like, they'll pick up something they started like, and then just continue it through every episode, which I wasn't expecting that, but I mean, they did that in the movie too.
2: Yeah, it's so like they did that in the movie, so it makes sense. Um, and then they did like a, a trailer for History of the World Part Three at the end, which I think is <laughs> yeah. funny.
1: They finally got Jews in Space. I mean, come on,
2: yeah. And uh, Jack Black was in there. I think he plays like a not Rasputin. Who does he play?
1: Oh, the Nazi guy.
2: No, he doesn't play a Nazi, he plays a, a, a Russian.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: Anyway. Yeah. And then they got they do uh, they have Rasputin and it's played by uh what's his face from Jackass Johnny Knoxville Johnny Knoxville and they're yeah. like how ma- how many if you know anything about Rasputin like he was hard to kill, apparently. So they just like notoriously uh, so, yeah. So they just torture uh, Johnny Knoxville throughout it, the whole show. I mean,
1: it literally turns into a fucking jackass episode. Like yeah. all <laughs> jackasses are there.
2: It's like, all right, I'm, okay, I, I, I'm Rasputin, and today we're gonna cut my dick off. And then they literally cut his dick off, and he doesn't die.
0: Okay, it, that, I, I was when joke. you said Johnny Knoxville is Rasputin. I'm like, what the fuck? But if you do it like it's a Jackass, that yep. actually is yeah. funny and makes sense. Because yeah, like Rasputin was reputedly like they they reputedly tried to assassinate Rasputin like four or five times, uh, and it didn't take. Right. <laughs> Basically, it's like, son of a bitch just kept coming
1: back. <laughs> I <I'm> mean. <sorry. laughs> Uh, Mel Brooks, I mean, he was uh, the narrator for most of it. Yes. He, uh, he, not to spoil it, but he appears in one shot towards the end of the show. Sort of.
2: He's also in the beginning too.
1: Yeah, that's true. He does it like an intro.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I liked it. I didn't love it. There's parts of it that I don't think it was very funny.
1: It's like any sketch comedy show. There's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of funny stuff and there's parts that you don't like. And I'm just, I'm just sort of used to that. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I guess so. So I, I think your mileage will vary depending on wh- what your humor and who you mm-hmm. like. Uh, for me, I don't really love Nick Kroll. And unfortunately, he's like the main producer and writer of the show.
1: You have a big mouth in.
2: Oh, I don't like big mouth either. Oh, there you go. So, There's your
1: answer right there.
2: Yeah. Uh. So anyway, I watched that. Um. I'm watching Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is amazing. If you're not watching it, you're missing out.
1: I'm caught up until last week. Okay. Well, the new yeah.
2: episode can, comes out this today, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, Dave, which is the little Dicky TV show. If you who? guys little Dicky, do you not know the TV show, Dave?
1: I know I've seen commercials, but I've never seen it.
2: Oh, it's really great. It's about this, uh, young, young guy who goes by the rapper name, little Dicky, And, uh, the show is about his, uh, rise to fame or trying to get to rise to fame and uh he's this jewish rapper who taught who raps about his small penis a lot and um it's really funny it, it really goes it really goes there to make fun of itself and is really raunchy and
1: okay. uh when you uh, put it on the when you put it on the outline you just put dave i'm like oh we're spending it segment talking about to brutal dave what's going on here
2: that's right well if it was about dave i would have put brutal dave
1: <laughs> I've, I've always seen commercial but i never dived into it you know
2: i think you would actually like it carrie uh um, where the stream uh fx on hulu okay i have that yeah so uh, if you like raunchy comedies and uh you can tolerate some hip-hop uh it's uh, a really good show what's really cool about it is that the show knows that their main character, Dave is a terrible person and they're okay with making him a terrible person. And they're, uh, they don't shy away from it whatsoever. And uh, I really, I really like it. It's very funny. Uh,
1: I've been watching, Oh, I finished uh, the the show shrinking. Do we ever talk about that? Uh, I don't think so. That Show is it's way better than it has any right to be. It has Harrison Ford in it. So it has Harrison Ford. Yeah. So it
2: should be good to some degree.
1: Um, to some degree, but it's it's do- it's um, done by Bill Lawrence, who did Scrubs back in the day, right? Um, and it's actually created and produced by one of the guys from Ted Lasso, the guy who plays the um. I can't think of his name now. Roy. Um, Roy Kent. Roy Kent. There you go. That, yeah, that, Brett, that actor. Brett goldstein red goldstein. Yeah. He actually created that show with him. Yeah. Just, I'm like, okay, it's really fucking good.
2: It's I, I've only seen one episode so far, but I, enjoyed oh, no? it. Yeah, yeah, I tend to watch more.
1: Yes. Uh, it, it's not, um, you watch a couple episodes and you're just like, you just get involved. You're, you, you're, it's really that good.
2: Yeah. I didn't put it on here, yeah. but there's also another show on there called the big door prize.
1: I've been wanting to see that. Is it good? Uh,
2: I watched the first two episodes, and yeah. it's really riveting. Um, it's kind of like a uh, Black Mirror esque show. Oh, Okay, so I know but, but, like, but, uh, but like more machine about machine. the people. Uh, sort of. I, like I don't want to. That,
1: I know that grants people like their inner desires or something like that.
2: No, what's really cool. Maybe this will sell you more on the idea. Uh, it's like this. This machine shows up randomly in this small town. And if you go in there and put your hands on the screen and it takes a picture of you and it prints out this card and it tells you your, your potential. And, uh, and it like just drives this town crazy and all these people's stories are interconnected and it's all kind of about that.
1: Okay. I'll have to check that out. It's pretty good. Um,
2: has Steve O'Dowd in it, which is, I like him, so.
1: He was great. Or Chris O'Dowd. Is it Chris, Chris O'Dowd? Chris O'Dowd, yeah. Not in Steve that, O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd, In yeah. the, uh, the Get Shorty series that came out. There were a couple seasons of that.
2: Also the IT crowd.
1: Yep, that too. It was definitely... Watching him in Get Shorty it just puts him in a whole different light because he was like a... You know, you want to fuck... You, there's a guy you don't want to fuck with. Totally different than normal characters that he plays, you know.
2: <laughs> and uh, lastly, uh Shmigadoon season two, *Shameika* is out. Okay, and it is fucking awesome.
1: It's a musical, right?
2: Yeah, it makes fun of musicals, but it's yeah. re- but it's really great. Lauren Michaels is the producer of the show too. Oh, really? Yeah, it has. If you like 30 rock and musicals, this is the perfect apex of those two things together.
1: I like 30 rock. I don't really like musicals that much. Well,
2: You might enjoy it because how much the main character doesn't like musicals either. So
1: somebody that I have something in common with that's Keegan, Michael Keyes in that right?
2: Yeah. He's the guy who doesn't like musicals
1: toad from super Mario bros.
2: Yeah, that's right. I forgot. He's in that.
1: <laughs> um, before we move on, I wanted to talk about a show that I'm watched. I finished. Uh, I get really involved in. It was Tournament of Champions four. Oh, oh my god! I love watching like food cooking competition shows. This uh-huh. is like this is like the best of the best. This is like the apex of these type of shows for me, and it was really good. Yeah,
0: You guys. I have finished. No <laughs> Um, we finished, I, I like cooking uh, shows.
1: Go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, we finished, um, owl house last night. Uh, That's a fun I'm show. i watching. It's, it's really good. Right? Yeah. It's uh, it was a, uh, like a Disney, uh, TV series. Um, my daughter found it and thought we would all kind of get a kick out of it. And so we ended up watching the whole series together as a family. It just ended, nice. um, uh, a few weeks ago, I guess, or, uh, the last episode became available online a few days ago. Put it that way. I don't sure when it originally aired, but uh, yeah, the series is over and
2: uh, I think Alex Hirsch, to- uh from Gravity Falls is a producer on that.
0: He's also the voice of Hootie. Oh, there you go. Uh, which uh, it, Hootie is the, uh, the, is the owl house. Like it's weird. He like, comes out of he lives in the door of the house and he like he's just like an owl face but he can like extrude out of the door and go anywhere in the house that he wants to but he's still always connected to the it's weird but I at first I thought uh that hootie was voiced by Chris Diamantopoulos um oh. because but then I found out uh actually just recently that the reason that I felt that way was that Alex Hirsch, uh, as a joke, when they were trying to figure out Hootie's voice, as a joke, he did a really bad Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> and they were like, that's hilarious. You're doing that. And he's that, like, that's, a, fucking that's the voice we're doing from now on. And, and so I thought it I thought it was Chris Diamantopoulos at first, because uh, he sounds enough like the new Mickey Mouse that I thought it was him just doing a different voice. But... No, it's a good show. It's about, uh, if you haven't know anything about it, it's about a uh, a young girl, a uh, teenage girl, who stumbles her way into this like fantasy world um, where magic is everywhere, and she meets this, uh, this witch who's a wild witch. She lives out by herself, uh, and she's been exiled because she practices wild magic which means she does whatever magic she wants to everybody that lives in the society. If you're going to do magic, you have to join a school of magic and you're only allowed to do that kind of magic.
2: Like Harry Uh, Potter. Uh,
0: no, (laughs) I know it's not, Uh, but but it gets into, uh, like there's a, one of the main storylines has to do with like, why are, why, why is the society set up the way that it is? Uh, why this cast system Um, and then also gets into like just her experience of growing up as a person uh, while stuck in this other world. And like, what is it like for her to mature in this strange world? Hmm. And uh, she has to like kind of find her own way. And uh, it's got a weird, like a great cast of weird characters. There's a lot of really great side characters in the show and it gets, uh, it's, it, it, it had a uh, the ending had a good emotional landing i feel like it they resolved it all pretty well they were i got uh it got i guess it got canceled but they had they were given enough that they were able to do like three hour long episodes to wrap the story up i thought oh, they decided
2: so. when they were going to end the show
0: i uh, maybe they did maybe i have that wrong oh, but okay. it it, it seemed like these last three, ep- cause each of the last three episodes is an hour long. And it felt like that was a way for them to wrap up the rest of the story they had planned. It uh, cause sucks they, they weren't going to get another. Season, basically. It sucks when
1: shows don't have that chance to wrap up, you know, they're just like canceled. Yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. horrible.
0: Um, that was like one of my uh, shows I enjoyed the most. and was most disappointed by its cancellation. Uh, was like my name is earl where they oh, ended yeah. the show on a cliffhanger like yep. the season ended on a cliffhanger and they're like oh, oh, yeah. and that's uh, we're done <laughs> and we're done oh, i love that show that was so great that
1: was a great show
2: i don't think um, i've actually watched it all the way through
1: oh we we were watching it weekly when it came out we watch a lot of sitcoms though together when we're so uh before we move on uh I want to say that we are now officially proud members of the Comic Palooza podcast program. Yet again, we're going to be doing a live show at Comic Palooza, which is Memorial Day weekend here in Houston. Um, and uh, we got to come up with a topic for our live show again. But any uh, any of the guest announcements pique your interest so far?
0: I gosh, I know that I've seen some of them, but it's been this has been so far from my mind recently. Yep. Uh, I can't remember what any of them are, so I'll have to pull that back up.
2: I'm excited for the cast of the boys for sure.
0: Yep.
1: Jack Quaid, um uh I guess we can say Judge Dredd himself. Judge motherfucking Dredd. I
0: have to let my
2: wife And know uh that, Anthony Starr
1: who plays Homelander.
2: Homelander. I I want to bring him a glass of milk is what I want to do. <laughs>
1: Do you think Um, he'll be
2: offended if I do
1: that? He probably is going to get a lot of milk, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, They just announced Paul Wesley, who was in uh, the Vampire Diaries. Uh, He plays Captain Kirk in Star Trek Strange New World, which I've heard is good. uh, Which is weird because they also have um, William Shatner. So two Kirks going to be at the show.
2: Shit, Lou Diamond Phillips is going to be there? Lou Diamond Phillips. He was just 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 announced today.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Holy shit, that's awesome. La Bamba, come on, one man. Motherfucking Young Guns, man. Yep. We just need to get Emilio Estevez there. We can have a Young Guns reunion.
1: <laughs> um, If you're a, a big literature fan, Terry Brooks is one of our big literary guests. That's pretty cool. You're going to have yep.
2: Shatner there? Holy shit, I don't Shatner. know Shatner.
1: Yep, the man, Shatner. Man,
2: is going to just talk about the blackness of space for two hours?
1: Wouldn't you be interested in that, though?
2: I mean, sure, why not?
1: uh christopher judge uh god of war kratos from the new series is gonna oh be yeah
2: that's right i forgot he's gonna be there i kind of want to get him to sign my game
1: me too me too um more, i know more comic guests are coming soon but steve mcniven has been announced who did old man logan a bunch of that kind of stuff death of wolverine that's great cool. he's pretty good uh bunch of i have the, i
2: have the first print of death of wolverine do you really yeah
1: you should get him to sign it
2: i should if i could find it
1: um. Yeah, but there's some cool stuff coming. Uh, I, I'm excited. I always like doing a live show from from Comic Palooza. It's always a lot of fun.
2: There a lot I of guess. people I don't know that are coming for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah that happens. Uh, Rick Gonzalez. If you ever saw uh Reaper, he's on that show. He's also in Arrow. There's a bunch of people from Arrow which I've never really watched or paid attention to. So oh
2: yeah, look at that.
1: I watched the first season and it was. Okay. Season one um, was pretty good. Yeah. It was always too CW for me.
2: Season one's it, not though. It, it gets, was. It gets very CW like onward, like two and mm-hmm. onward when they re- start doing the love triangle stuff. But anyway, so, uh, um, Rick, Rick Gonzalez was also in a. Uh, come on, man! He was on a TV show recently. Another TV show, not Arrow. Le- Land Order mm-hmm.
0: Organized Crime? No, it was
2: Landom or something like that. It was like oh, the re- reboot of the uh, the uh, Tom Hanks character from Da Vinci Code. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Langdon? Langdon,
1: yeah. He was in that show. I didn't know that's what that show was. Yeah. I didn't know that
0: was a thing.
2: It got canceled after the first season. so
0: That's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so, let's talk about some metal shows. This is a metal podcast, right? What? I, I've seen some Ostensibly. shows. Dave has seen some shows or a show. George, did you go to any metal shows while you were in D.C.? Uh,
2: I saw a lot of bronze dudes.
1: That's in, pretty metal. <laughs> yeah,
2: in the in the museum. What?
1: But see, why were you looking at bronze dudes? dude. bronze, bronze dudes. Bronzed, bronzed bronzed dudes. Uh, That's hard to say.
2: Bronzed dudes. Uh, I did see some metal history at the American History Museum. What do you mean? Uh, they had some uh, guitars from uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, they had Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar at the uh, American History Museum. They had Prince's
1: guitar. So it was like a hard rock.
2: No, this was mi- <laughs> this was mixed in with the in the American music. That's uh, cool. though. All. yeah. Uh, God, there was another person
1: Nothing from the Beatles, uh, I would
0: imagine.
2: Oh, they had definitely had Beatles stuff for sure. Okay. Um, they had unacceptable.
0: You know, this is the American museum. <laughs> yeah, but
2: they had stuff from know. when they like played. Here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool. I, d- I don't have any other metal stuff than
1: that. I'm the closest thing I got. So what about the show that you went to, Dave? I want to I hear about this.
0: All right. So I, uh, last, uh, last Thursday, I got to see a band that I have been itching to see ever since I found out that they existed, which is Church of the Cosmic Skull. Um, I absolutely love <laughs> these guys. Um, dressed I,
2: very spiffy for the show. Was everyone else dressed that way?
0: Uh, there were some other audience members that dressed up similarly. So, uh, before I get into that, I so I gotta put some context around it. That uh, the whole shtick of the band is they're like a, it's a hard rock band, um, but they're like a nineteen seventies hippie cult. It's like, uh, it's like this is the front for a nineteen seventies right. like hippie cult, and uh, it's this whole gimmick. Kind of like how like Ghost does this whole like satanic uh, pope and all of that stuff. There's a whole. It's kind of like that. There's a little. They don't do as much backstory as Ghost does and all that, but there's a little bit if you go looking for it. But uh, all of their promotional material, uh, I actually got here. I can show you guys on my camera. Uh, I got pamphlets at the nice. show. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Yeah. That's uh, amazing. Fucking awesome. These church of the cosmic skull pamphlets, so you can you can join. Um they're and it's funny. The pamphlet's funny. Um I'll show it to you sometime. But yeah. uh um but uh their music though is itself very sincere. Um it's, you played it for me one time we were driving to mm-hmm. another metal show. I yeah, I enjoyed it's, it. I like it's it. Good. I think it's pretty good. There, uh, I I tell people this about Ghost as well. Sorry to keep making these Ghost comparisons, but it, it's kind of a thing that Ghost is doing a whole bit. It's all tongue in cheek, it's all whatever, but it's also sincere. There's a sincerity behind what Ghost does. Um, Church of the Cosmic Skull is the same way. The whole thing is kind of a joke, uh, kind of played for laughs, but they are the songs are actually about something um and they they use it inside all of this like spiritual terminology and uh countercultural references and all this kind of stuff that appeals to me greatly well part of their whole cult thing is that the band always wears all white whatever it is <laughs> they're wearing everybody is always in all white it's part of being in the cult so like if the week before the show i was like hey we should all go like we're part of the cult. We should all dress in all white and go. And my wife and our buddy, Jeff, were like, okay, okay, I guess let's scramble together and make that happen. So we, <laughs> we rushed together and got all white clothes on the cheap Cause y- your boy doesn't own any white clo- clothes. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> wondering. Uh, so we, uh, we made that happen and we went and it was cool. There were a few other people at the show that also did that. Uh, but uh, like, the uh, the bass player saw us when he was coming into the venue and he came over and talked to us because of it. And wow. he was, he was like, Oh, this is really cool. Thanks for, thanks for was doing there, this. And then at, were there many
1: other people that were dressed up like you?
0: There were, there were some, some? Okay. Um, but we were the, we were the first ones there and we were the first, we were the only ones for a little while. And so like, the the guy at their merch table took our picture. I don't oh, know wow. if they posted it on their social media or something, but like he took our picture, and the bass player came and talked to us. That's and cool. And after the show was over, the drummer came and talked to us for a while, and he was he was very nice.
2: Well, they have um, like nine people in their band.
0: It's a, not a small band. They where, they, where do they filmed- play it. They played the small side of Warehouse oh, live. Man. Really? They they were they were they filled up that fucking stage. There was no room for like moving around. Dude, I there.
1: saw Devin Townsend in Catatonia on that stage one time.
0: That's yikes. Yeah, it's a small um, small
1: little room. It's yeah. usually the break room when there's a bigger show going on.
0: Um, but they they filled that. They <laughs> the drummer told us that he's he's really enjoying doing this tour, and he's really glad to be in America again because this is where all their fans are. I was like, really? It's like, he's like, yeah, we don't really have that many fans in England, really. We have to come over here to find our, our fans. He said, in England, we just kind of get lost. I was wow. like, okay, I wouldn't have guessed that. But <laughs> uh, he was really excited to be on the tour. Um, the opening bands, uh, I had never heard of either of them, and they were both... Very good. Um, one is Lord Buffalo, who I think is from Austin. Hmm. Um, kind of, they were both kind of. Uh, is it like the same kind of vibes? Not exactly. Um, they're both the opening bands were would be they they'd go on a stoner rock bill, mm-hmm. um, uh stoner doom. Uh, Lord Buffalo was a little bit more psychedelic and desert Rocky and they do a lot of like, you know, making weird sounds and like part of the soundscape thing. Um, maybe a little bit. Um, then, but they were good. I liked them a lot. The next band that played, I really liked was Valley of the sun. Um, they like, they got riffs, man. Like again, kind of a stoner doom, uh, even some like kind of nineties alternative sound in there as well like some of the riffs are very sound gardeny to me um but man they crushed their performance they were really good so i i got got a shirt with this devil on it oh yeah and, valley and of the sun valley of the sun i think you guys would like them. uh also got got a patch nice and i oh, got cosmic skull oh cosmic that's cool patch as well um
2: yeah wonderful show it did, was uh did cosmic skull come out with a new album or something
0: they had one out last year. Mm. Um, it's actually, it, it's honestly, I think it's their weakest work so far, which is a little disappointing. Um, but uh, they did, they gave a great show and uh, the, the audience was great. A lot of sing along moments and uh, yeah, there was a lot of cool interaction. It's great to hear. And because it was a small show, it was also, it's very intimate, you know, like everybody sees everybody um the the band can they, they're they watching us and like we were i maybe six feet away from one of the the singers and the guitar player um and so like everybody's looking at everybody and they're interacting with the crowd and the crowd's singing back at them it was a lot of fun uh very cool show uh yeah i've got more shows coming up so what's next for you Uh, I think that I feel like maybe I'm missing something, but I think the next one is Moonspell. Oh yeah, which is May the fifth.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely going to that. I've been checking out uh, Venture Sea and uh, Elaine. Mm -hmm. Elaine are really good. It's a female symphonic fronted band, but there's there's some heavy shit in that band, very very heavy. Um, And of course, Ocean of Slumber is playing on that on that tour as well, which is Mm -hmm. cool.
0: Um, at least yeah. on that leg of it,
1: yeah. And then, uh, the week after that, for me, I'm going, it's my Hammerfall weekend. I get to the Hammerfall headline here in Houston, and then we're going to Dallas the next day for the Halloween nice. show. Stupid excited for that! Nice. Um, I went yeah, to a show,
0: that, I, oh, go ahead. I, oh, I was, what was the other one? I've got, I know, I've, I've got Emperor coming up in June. Oh, we yeah. talked about that, but yeah, uh. If out I
1: might be able to go to that show, actually.
0: Oh, I remember what the other one insomnium. is. Insomnium. duh. Yeah. Insomnium that, and enslaved, right? Insomnium and enslaved. Yeah, going to that one.
1: Uh, I so that's still trying that's gonna to be f- my
0: uh, that's going to be my Sherwood is over. It's time to unwind. Yeah, because like <laughs> it'll it's gonna because that show's in Austin, so I'm gonna finish the last weekend at Sherwood. I'm actually gonna stay out there uh, for a day and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, cause I, I have living quarters now, right. so I'm just going to stay there and then, uh, go into Austin on Tuesday.
1: If I, if things work out soon, the way they might
0: work out, I might be coming to that. We'll have to see.
1: It's um, going to be a good show. I went to a concert the night before you did. I went last Wednesday to white Oak music hall to see the carcass tour. So that was, yeah. Creeping Death, uh Sacred Reich, muni- Municipal Waste and Carcass. So let's start off with Creeping Death. Those guys were fucking great. Apparently they're they're from Denton. Um which I had no idea. These guys were amazing. They're like uh, death Denton, metal Denton, Texas? Yep. They're like they're, they're death metal uh mixed with like crossover thrash. Okay. Um but it works so well and they have like great songs. They have a new album coming out. I think like next month um they have a song with like corpse grinder on it already that that's, like the first track pretty good shit man
0: um, that's cool nothing when like talking me about him i looked him up uh to yeah. see if any, if i knew anybody in the band because <laughs> <laughs> i used i used to live in denton and that was also yep. the time of my life when i was playing music live as well and uh so uh there, I, there were actually a, a number of pretty good metal bands in denton at the time so i was wondering if this was uh any remnant of any of those that i might know but I, I don't think so
1: um after creeping Death with sacred reich who i've somehow never managed to see live ever these guys are fucking thrashing it up in their late 50s you know what i mean um mm-hmm. great fucking songs man like Independent and independence and you know, the American way, just classic fucking thrash songs. And it was so cool to see them live. Um, they played a, you know, a decent 40 minute set crowd was going crazy for them. It was great to see um, after that it was a band. I'd never, I seen before live. I think that I saw them when they played with suicidal tendencies, but never really been into them that much, but something clicked when I watched them on the show, uh, municipal waste where fucking on fire man they did a 45 minute set did anyone play- put them out yes somebody thankfully put them out um <laughs> they did like 17 songs in their in their time man it was just non-stop just like crossover party thrash i call them like the uh thrash version of like andrew wk because <laughs> everything's about partying okay. and and you know having fun and being being metal and it was such a fun show. At one point, there was this kid, a little young kid, probably, I don't know how, maybe 10 or something, With his dad. He was wearing a battle vest, and the singer, he's like, okay, we're going to do um, a mosh pit daycare. You guys want to know what that is? He's like, we're going to play a, a full song, and we want this kid to, to go up in the air and stay, and you guys keep him up there the whole time track <laughs> and this kid jumped jumped and jumped out there and like everybody was holding him up and
0: that's funny it was fun that's cool. dad was that's up cool. on stage like there t- was t- t- a uh was yeah cool. there was a there was a guy at uh cosmic skull who was wearing a carcass shirt and so i asked oh, yeah? him if he'd if he'd been to the show and he he was wow. uh, at the show with it and the and he also one? yeah the yeah one.
1: i was debating whether to buy that but actually i bought a carcass patch cool they uh they're, I've never seen Carcass before. I don't know how, in all the years I've gone to shows, I've never managed to see them live. But man, they are they are commanding. Uh, yeah, great stage show. They played shit from all over their career. They played fucking Heartwork. I'm like, yes, love that song. I love that album. Really.
0: Yeah. Um, that's probably. That I I don't listen to Carcass a whole lot, but Heartwork and that like that yeah. era is that's what I like the best. Corporal,
1: Corporal Jigsaw, I love that that beginning riff of that song. Um, just a fun show, man. Um, I was I was I was ready for just a death metal show like that, but it was yeah. it was a wide variety of bands, which was cool. The weekend before that, I went to Hell's Heroes at White Oak. I know we haven't really talked about it on this show, but we went into full in depth detail on the last MSR cast, but. Saw some fucking killer bands on that show man yeah. Hollis, oh my god they were the like they blew me away it's like Swedish occult rock they were so fucking cool live um and then seeing Trypticon doing a whole Celtic frost set was yeah. fucking amazing I bet if you uh I've I'm, a guy on YouTube has posted the whole set if you're interested in watch it I can send okay. you a link yeah, it was amazing check it out. A lot of great fucking bands that weekend, um, but yeah, hanging out with friends. Uh, Hell's Heroes is a lot of fun. You got to try to make it out one year, man.
0: I really, I, it kills me when that it happens when it does. Every I know year because it makes it that it makes it really difficult for me and to be a part of it, and I'd really like to.
1: I gotta say, opening the outside venue for the show made like a 500% difference in the enjoyability of the weekend because last year it was, there was bands I wanted to see, but they were on the smaller stage. You've been to white Oak before upstairs, right?
0: I've only been to the upstairs. I haven't been in the okay. main hall. So
1: that main, that small room upstairs, some of the bigger bands were playing that I wanted to see last year, but it was so packed. You couldn't even get in the room.
0: Yeah, um, I can see that.
1: So, what they did this year is the bigger bands, the main stage was the outside stage. And then the, the ones that would have played the upstairs room were in the main hall this year. Like, like some of the bands in there, like we saw haunt and like Hollis and a bunch of different bands. It was fucking packed.
0: Did they utilize the upstairs? Nope.
1: Uh, the upstairs was like a VIP room.
0: If you paid to be in, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. They had like food and shit up there. And there's some people that were in there. That's a good place for that. Yeah. So oh, all in all, it was a great fucking weekend. Um, I'm excited to see who who's going to have next year because he's really Christian Larson, um, lead singer from Necrofire, and um, uh, well shit the band that he pl- that played at the show. No, oh Night Cobra, Night Cobra. Thank you. I had a brain fart. I, we watched their set. Um, I, I felt bad because like there was an after party. One night was Hellstar, and the next night it was James's like metal extravaganza. By the time mm. it got there, I'm like, man, I was, I would have been up since like five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, it was already like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait any longer. You know what I mean? Mm. It was a good show, though. Hopefully, next year, uh, there's some bands that I really want to see. They just made a uh, post. they
0: announced like, the lineup for next year? No, not yet. Okay.
1: They just put a post out a couple days ago. It was like, who do you want to see? And I made a couple, um, Recommendations. I would like to see Jack Panzer. I would like to see the band Hades from uh, from New Jersey, the, the the power thrash band. If they do that, they could bring Watchtower from Austin because at one point the singer from Hades was on within Watchtower.
0: So that'd be I don't cool. Know them.
1: You don't know Watchtower? They're like a progressive. No. They're from Austin originally. Uh, Jason McMaster from Dangerous Toys was also okay. a vocalist for them, too. Um, you guys want to get into what's tickling our geek? Let's do it. This is your... Uh, we, we didn't do George hates Metal. You want to do that? Oh, shit. I, was I don't have anything in mind. I, I, I was I was hoping you would
2: forget. Nope. I don't
0: have anything in mind, either.
2: Well, it looks like we're just going to have to miss that. Sorry. All right.
1: So ne- next episode, we'll, we're going to we'll do.
0: We'll go in extra hard next. I was about to say, we're
1: going to do double George Hate to Metal next <laughs> episode. He's going to fucking hate it even more. Oh, um, no. double so the hate. What's uh, tickling your geek right now, George?
2: So I guess uh, we're going to find out what's tickling each other's geeks this week, huh?
1: I sort of uh, blew your load early, but.
2: Yeah, it's all right. I, I have a, a fallback plan, even, oh. though I, even though I misspelled it. Uh, it was announced today, uh, today. Or, or today or yesterday that, um, Metalocalypse, the band Death Clock, is going on tour. Damn it, al- along with their new album and yeah. their new movie to wrap up the show.
1: And they're playing yes. in Houston, but they're playing with baby metal. Yeah, which I'm not super excited about that. I know a lot of people like them, I uh, just not for me. Um, Hopefully they're headlining, so we could leave after Metalocalypse.
0: because I've, <laughs> I've have you have you looked at the tickets yet? No, no I have are, they not. St- are, they- are they stupid? You're expensive? not. You're not going. You're oh, not going. Sh- no, shit. I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah. Where are they playing mm-hmm. at? I don't even know. I didn't. Oh. I I didn't look them up myself. Our our buddy looked it up, and uh, how much are tickets? The, you're looking at over a hundred dollars per ticket.
2: No, what?
0: That's that's what he said. That's what he told me.
2: For a He's metal like, Localypse show, yeah. Come on.
1: All That's right. Good. Well, I've yeah. seen them live before. I'm good. I saw them when they they came to like Verizon with like Ministry, I believe, and another band.
2: I missed that show, and I wanted to go. That's when they were playing like oh. the cartoon in the background while the band played, right?
1: Yes, they're playing Street Music Hall, which is a great venue. That's
2: right.
0: That's right. That's right.
2: I don't know. I still might go because I I missed them last time. So
1: yeah. That's going to be uh, August thirtieth here in Houston. First oh, day of the show.
2: Very cool, and I, I'm a big fan, of uh, Brandon Small fan. So hopefully, I'll get a chance to like meet him and have him sign something.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just excited, excited. I'm excited, for I'm the excited movie. primarily. F- yeah, that's what I'm primarily excited for is the the finish of the story.
1: Speaking of a chance to wrap things up, you know.
0: mm Hmm. Yep.
1: All right, Dave. What about you?
0: Um. I was thinking about doing that one. I'm going to throw this one in. I don't know anything about it. I just saw a poster for it a couple hours ago, but apparently there's a new um, Muppets series coming to Disney Plus. It's the Electric the mayhem. mayhem. Yeah, mayhem. The, about about the Electric Mayhem. And I I'm, saw that trailer. I don't, today. I don't know any. I don't. I just saw a poster. I don't know anything else about oh. it. And I'm ready. Dude, I'm you got to watch. Go. You got to watch the trailer.
2: Uh, trailer looks Doctor,
0: fun. I, I. <laughs> It astounds me that the coolest band name that's ever existed belongs to Muppets. Like Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem is maybe the coolest band name. It of is. All
1: time. <laughs> that's going to be I am excited for that show. It, it looks really fun. A lot of a lot of cameos and a lot of uh things like that, you know.
0: I'll have to watch the trailer. I just saw a poster. And I was like, yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome, I'm there.
2: Yeah the, yeah, the premise is basically uh that they've never like they're this really famous band that everybody loves, but they've never recorded an album. Yep. So, so now <laughs> so n- now they're gonna finally record an album for the very first time and uh it's about them trying to become popular to record an album or like become okay. get trending so they can record an album. I,
1: okay. I I like the Kevin Smith little uh, joke in the in the trailer. That's pretty funny.
2: Well, about them not looking at the camera.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um,
2: I'm just kind of bummed that the rest of the Muppets crew are not in the movie.
1: But uh, you know they're gonna make some kind of like cameo or appearance or something.
2: I don't know. It just feels weird to watch something Muppets related and not see Fozzie or Kermit sure. anywhere.
1: Um. I have two things that are tickling my geek. One is a is a Star Wars, a Jedi survivor that comes out at the end of April. Comes out soon. Yeah, April 28th is the day before my anniversary, so I know what I'm getting. Uh, <laughs> I'm stupid excited to play that game. I cannot wait. I just
2: really hope they improved on things I didn't like last time.
1: Are you talking about game gameplay or game-wise?
2: Yeah, both. Gameplay and game-wise. Okay. Like, I hope they made the story a little bit better, and I hope that they, uh, you know, made made the game, uh, action a little bit.
1: Oh, the more, action, I, yeah.
2: Less less difficult, I guess, is where I'm trying well, to get it. Because there are some those counter moves were fucking difficult. Yeah, through.
1: it's a it's a Souls like game. I'll tell you that much right now. So, um, but the other thing is a is a, a tour that got announced today. It's the DT DT tour. The hell it's, is uh, that? Animals as leaders at opening mm-hmm. Devin Townsend and Dream Theater. Ooh, I like most of those bands. And they're playing at the Sugarland Financial Center, which is like fucking 10 minutes from my house. Tickets going on sale. I'm getting them. I'm cannot wait. When when's it's, the show? Um I don't remember the Houston date. I'd have to I would have to look it up. It's uh, August
2: but, maybe. If I'm available, I might go.
1: Oh yeah, you want do you all want to go?
2: If I'm available. Have you ever seen Dream Theater live? No, but I would like to.
0: I saw them on the... The only time I've seen them was on the first Gigantor. Oh, really? Happened. Yeah.
1: They're playing uh Sugarland June 18th, actually. Oh, soon. That is soon. Interesting. All right. Let's all go.
2: I also really like Animals as Leaders, and I like a lot of Devin Townsend songs. Not all of them, but I like a lot of them.
1: Well, you, sir, are just wrong. Well, you're supposed to like them all. I don't even like them all. (laughs) You can't can't do it. Well, mostly, but, you know. All right, guys, so we wanted to make this a short, sort of a shorter episode, uh, which we sort of failed on already. Uh, We were just trying to play catch up since it's been a little bit. Everybody's been doing things and uh, we've all been a little busy, but we want to thank you for hanging out with us again on this episode. Um uh, I guess let's talk about where people can find all all stuff about Metal Geeks podcast. Of course, you can find us on our website at MetalGeeks.net. We're on all social medias at Metal Geeks. Any place you download your podcast, you can look for MSRcast slash Metal Geeks. And we're all there. We're on Spotify and Google Play and all those, those cool hipstery places where you download your podcast. That's right. And uh, we're also part of the ESO network, and you can go to esonetwork.com, check out all the shows that make up the network there, and geek out. All right, Dave, what about you, sir? Uh,
0: You can find me at Red Viking Dave and uh, at Sherwood Forest Fair, and then after that, an art market near you. If you're in. (laughs) In Texas, in Houston, or Austin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you're
0: within the vicinity of Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: All right, George, you're, you, sir?
2: Uh, you could find me at uh, Comic Palooza when Comic Palooza happens. That's right. and uh, I probably, shall be there. And uh, I'll probably be in a headlock by Carl, Carl, and him, him calling me a cunt. So.
1: Well, I thought you were going to call him a cunt first.
2: Well, I, that's the only way for him to get, for him to call me a cunt.
1: Well, oh, you yeah. gotta say you, when you go to Carl, you have to say Drockit. You <laughs> know, it. Drocket? Drocket.
2: Why is that?
1: You know, you come on. It's like the the made up um, verbiage in in the Dread series. I don't remember that. Yeah, he always says Drock it, man. Come on. It, was that in the the movie he was in? Yeah, he says it. It's oh, in. It's in "I Am the Law" too. It's oh. a song by Anthrax.
2: Oh, okay i'm also gonna have him sign that too uh anyway uh so yeah that's where you can find me you can go get tickets and we'll hang out
1: that's right uh we'll make announcement uh once we have confirmation of when our live show will be what time and what day and all that good stuff so uh again thanks for hanging out with us and as always we have one last thing we have to say
0: please please keep it metal
1: And, that's your cue. That's your cue. Oh, it's my cue. And and keep it Mario. Okay, that that no, that was not good. The no. Other one. Mario. No, 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 not Mario. Pick a different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> it's a me, Luigi. Ah. Not,
2: uh, no, that's Wall Luigi. Or or uh, the evil like Luigi. Mario.
1: Wario. Waluigi. Waluigi. All right. Uh, On that note, uh, keep it geeky. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hey, Geekazords. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal
0: geekery needs, please visit MetalGeeks.net keep it geeky keep it metal it's time for a promo for the epsilon 3 podcast the epsilon 3 what do we talk about it's a babylon 5 rewatch podcast babylon 5 what's that it's the greatest 1990s sci-fi show in history how
2: are we going to watch it with glee and excitement how would we rate those kind of episodes out of jump
0: gates how many jump gates out of five jump gates because it's babylon 5 that is correct if you go to zahadum you will die But you know what you won't do? You won't die listening to the Epsilon 3 Podcast, right here on the ESO Network. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help
2: support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the T Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.